Game Awards continues. Everybody is here tonight, including Crash Bandicoot. What's going on? CB in the house. What are you doing here? Not much, man. Just thought uh, you deserved a trophy of your own. Uh Thank you very much, Crash. Uh, this is the standard issue Crash crate. Should I, should I, how do I open this thing? I think uh, maybe give it a good spin. That should do it. Spin yeah, now. just run I, into I, I it. Got, I got a long show to host. I'm just going to open it very professionally here okay. on Game's that's, Biggest yeah, Night. That's good. That's good. Uh, oh, wow. What's, what's this? This, this kind of looks familiar. Does it now? Booyah, Grandma. Booyah. Let's check out the world premiere. Random Gaming Talk, it is Entertainment Talks podcast for video games. I'm your host Matthew, joining me today, my co-host is Robert. How are you today? I'm doing good, a little bit of a head cold, but nothing too serious. We are in the middle of winter here, yep. and that's always fun where I live, because winter means it goes from light to dark in an instant. I don't know about over in the UK, but over here, at least where I live, you know, in the summertime, the daytime, the nighttime is like a really, really slow, gradual thing. Yeah. Um, in the winter, going from day to night faster than Thanos doing a snap. I mean, it's just <laughs> boom, there, done. Mm -hmm. Very, uh, very relevant to today. Uh, yeah. I, I just want to quick recap for today because it's been quite a day. Um, uh, so yeah, woke up, watched the Game Awards. Uh, and last night before I went to go to bed, I saw Alan Seppenwall post, um, hey, here's my review for this week's The Good Place. And I was like, wait, what? There's a new episode of The Good Place? Because the last one I did, if you guys recall, was 308, which I thought was the mid-season finale, because Netflix said uh, new episodes coming January 11th. That's what I've been saying in the you know in the podcast and stuff for, for a couple of weeks now. And uh, so he posts that, and he says about uh, the actress who plays Janet. She was quite uh, involved with the episode. Obviously, I won't spoil it here or anything. You, you guys can go check out my uh, podcast. It's out of the moment for it. Uh, but with the actual mid-season finale, so that happened. So I did a, a quick podcast. Well, not a quick podcast for that, but I did a podcast for that afterwards. After watching all the Game Awards and all the stuff we're going to talk about here. 
then just as I go to post um, the good the good place, like as I'm in the, the final stages of doing that, uh, I look at my phone and see an Avengers 4 trailer. Um, so mm-hmm. that, that through, Endgame. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, Endgame is called. Um, yeah, so, uh, well, quite a day. Quite a <laughs> Yeah, um, like all the all the emotions and stuff from certain things in the game wars, which we'll talk about. Then the good place suddenly coming out of nowhere with with a mid season finale, and then uh, the Avengers trailer dropping. So it's been been quite a day. So, uh, before before we get into all that, what have you been playing this week? Uh, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. I've been trying to play uh, Fallout seventy six, give it you know a fair chance, uh, but it's been down for a while with server issues. I haven't had a chance to check it today. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm actually good that it's, I'm happy that it's down that, uh, you know, for server maintenance because I kept getting dropped from the game. Okay. I uh, got more into uh, uh, a Horizon Zero Dawn. I am liking that game a lot. I'm definitely going to, you know, finish it fairly soon. I don't know if I'll 100% it, but, and that's not really my kind of thing. Uh, but right. I can definitely see why it was as good of a game as everybody kept saying it was. So was that a game of the year nomination last year? I can't remember. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure it must have been. It was but, nominated for uh, some stuff. I know. I know that. I can't remember yeah. if it was game of the year nominated. Because uh, what did we have? Yeah, we had Zelda, Persona, uh, Mario, um, PUBG, <laughs> and uh, something else. It might have been Horizon. It might have been. Anyway, that was last year's. You can check out the podcast for, for last year's uh, Game Awards as well. Cool. So uh, how's everything with that going? Uh, it's going good. I mean, I'm I'm just still trying to get used to the, the damn PS4 controller. I, uh, right. I'm that Hitting that giant center button, I'm, my fingers just tend to float. Um, <laughs> and I hit it on accident so many times. Uh, uh. It's not even. It's like not even remotely funny how many times I do that. Yeah. Um cool. So I picked I got um was it Hitman 2 and Smash Brothers Ultimate today. Uh so that's the two rental slots I have at the moment. Jumped into Smash for a little bit. Um it, it it's fun. I did a quick like online match which lasted all of 2 minutes cuz I got hit off the map. Um but like I I ne- I've never even played Smash Brothers before. So I was just like, "Hey, I'm I'm just going to jump into this multiplayer match and just just see what happens, you know, for for 2 minutes or whatever or however long it lasts." Uh so did that and then I went on the um uh was it the spirits thing which I think is like the campaign-esque type thing it's how you actually unlock the uh, characters or at least as far as I understand that's how you unlock the characters because you go in basically this path and you you do one character after the uh, after the next and as you go through and unlock them you can change to that character or another one and then there's the uh I think it's called spirit characters which is kind of like your your sort of sidekick like sort of I, I again again this is my first smash game and I've only played about maybe two hours worth or an, or about an hour and a half's worth so uh i'm not uh all there with the with the knowledge of of smash brothers obviously but um yeah they sort of grant you like extra bits and pieces like damage or, or health or that sort of thing depending on who you have equipped uh it's definitely an interesting game um i found i found the spirits thing the little campaign to be a bit a be a bit slow um or to be a bit sort of I don't know, you just, you just sort of jump into a, a, a match against whoever this next character is that you're fighting. You fight them and then you kind of just move on. Uh, I imagine there'll be a big like story piece at the end. So, um, cause of, because of how they get kind of captured or whatever. You basically have to free them because they got captured and they're now spirits or something like that. 
Um, but it, it's it's pretty good. So um, I'll I'll keep uh, trying with that as well. Uh, Hitman Two is is quite fun. I'm actually still on the same uh, first mission, which is like the the uh, what what's the bit that starts the epilogue or the prologue? I think it's the um, prologue. Uh, prologue. Epilogue's at the yeah. end. I, I'm pretty sure I'm still on the um, the prologue mission at the start. And uh, you basically just um, you you start at the, at the beach and you're in this um, what do you call it like this water water suit outfit I can't remember the name of what, what you'd call it um, but uh, you start in that and then you just go up towards this house that's like locked from certain doors and stuff you have to shoot the cameras the woman on the phone is is talking to you about certain things and uh, basically once you trigger this not alarm in the house but once these uh, the people who own the house come back you have to kind of defend yourself um, and I, I didn't ne- necessarily mess it up but I got into um, a combat fight, and then I hid myself, and then I, I decided to uh, restart the mission because I realised there was other ways I could I could do it and stuff. But uh, no, I'm 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 interested to see what kind of missions and stuff they've they've got for that. So that should be some fun. Um, I did jump back into a little bit into uh, Super. Which one is it? Super Mario Brothers Three, the NES um, game. It's it's fun. It's kind of easy and uh, well, not easy, but it's simple, I should say. Um, certainly isn't easy because I I kept dying a few times. Uh, it's it's nice and kind of simple and just you know a game you can just kind of jump in and out of whenever you sort of feel like it. And uh, that's been some fun as well. So that's kind of what I'm going to be playing over the next couple of weeks. Um, the Christmas games I in- intend to play is uh, if you go back to was it last week or the week before where I read out a bunch of uh, stuff from my list. I think it was last week, wasn't it? It was last week. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so basically, most of those games. And um, Spider-Man and uh, Tomb Raider definitely because there's going to be the I assume the next uh, the third and final Spider-Man uh, DLC piece or we assume the final one we we don't know what's going to happen past that. Um, but in terms of my list from last week, um, I did try jump in and try Dead Cells. It, it was good. It wasn't really a sort of game that I'm I I kind of play. Uh, it was a bit sort of Bloodborne-esque in certain ways, like the whole you know if if you die you start again and you have to get to a certain checkpoint. But the game the game itself was very very good. I could see why people would enjoy it. I just don't like that sort of type of game where you know if if you die you have to start several checkpoints back or, or whatever. Um, but the gameplay itself was was very very good. And uh, the other game I tried yet again was uh, Bioshock. I tried number one and I tried Infinite. Decent kind of story and and stuff like that. I liked what they did more with Infinite because uh, you got the Elizabeth character there, and I just feel like she adds so much more as opposed to you just kind of running around and shooting whoever. Um, but just I just don't really like the gameplay that much of Bioshock. It it just didn't really click with me. It's almost like if you tried to play a Call of Duty campaign but less chaotic, and you weren't able to aim down the sights on anything. Um, and the sort of the sort of firing from the hip thing, I I didn't really get to grips with, so it just didn't sort of click with me in that way. But I, that is the second time I've tried both of those games, so uh, maybe they're just not for me. So we'll see. Um, cool. I think that's all the stuff we've been playing. We're gonna, gonna, gonna yeah, we're gonna get into the game awards in a minute and into the Bethesda mess uh, that that we have to talk about as well. Uh, but first of all, we need to do some housekeeping. So I'll see you for that in a minute. Today's sponsor is Kirsty Legister's Juice Plus. If you would like to get help with trying to lose weight, this might just be the solution that you're looking for. With a range of products that include shakes, boosters, 
capsules and more get started today all you need to do is click on the Kirsty Legisters Juice Plus link in your show notes or description on iTunes or on the website go over to her Facebook profile send her a Facebook message and get started with the program today Today's second sponsor is Kualu. If you'd like to get started with a domain name and a website today, just click on the link in the show notes and that will take you over to Kualu to get started. They also have a live support chat system that you can use which is in the bottom right hand corner. So get started with a new website and domain name today with Kualu. Hey everybody, if you would like to get the ad-free versions of all of our podcasts and support entertainment talk along the way, All you need to do is head over to patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk. Sign up either as a creator or as a Patreon. There's no difference there. That's just the option for either becoming a creator now or just staying as a patron for the moment. And then all you need to do is support us at the $1 level tier. That will get you access to all of the ad-free podcasts that we've done in the past. And get you access to all the ad-free podcasts in that month as well. So it's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. As always, thank you very much for listening. Back to the show. Okay, so recently on Entertainment Talk, we had the uh, mid-season finale for The Flash, the 100th episode. Uh, we got the mid-season finales for the other shows as well, Black Lightning, um, Arrow, Legends of Tomorrow is uh, next week or the week after. And uh, what's the other one? What one am I missing? Arrow? Flash, Legends, Black Lightning, that's the other one. Um, yeah, th- those are coming up or, or have already come out, uh, depending on what day you listen to this and stuff. Uh, but no, The Flash had its mid-season finale for the 100th episode, and uh, we, we quite liked it. So, um, yeah, re- really, really good stuff there. Uh, speaking of mid-season finales, has kind of been a bit of a podcast theme as of late, because we, of course, had the uh, Walking Dead mid-season finale a couple of weeks ago. I think it was either last week or the week before, but that was for season 9. And then as I said earlier with the surprise extra episode of The Good Place this week, another very good episode. Um, and uh, yeah, some really good performance by the woman who plays uh, plays Janet. I do mention her name in the podcast, I just can't remember it off the top of my head. Um, but she was very, very good in the episode. And uh, a couple of things to celebrate with The Good Place. It's been nominated for Golden Globe. Uh, it's been renewed for season four. And uh, Kristen Bell, who plays Eleanor uh, Shellstrop, of course, the main, kind of the main protagonist. It's a bit of a group show, but she's sort of the main protagonist. Uh, she got nominated for a Golden Globe as well. So that's really, really good. And uh, so, yeah, I did the uh, surprise, I guess, podcast on the surprise mid-season finale. So that was some fun as well. Uh, what else we got going on next week? I'm going to be reviewing uh, or hopefully seeing uh, Rec- <coughs> Wreck-It Ralph 2 and Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. And then there's the Steve Carell film uh, later in the month, I assume. Uh, it's got a tw- it's got the twenty first for the US date. I still don't know what the UK date is for that yet, but I assume maybe in in a week or two we'll see. Uh, I'm still continuing to update the old iTunes feeds, um, so uh, some more Walking Dead and DC stuff and some films and you know wh- whatever I come across in the in the timeline, I suppose. Uh, video game reviews and all that sort of thing. Uh, so please rate, review, and subscribe to the feeds that we have. Of course, the new the new and the old ones. So that would uh, be very helpful as well. Uh, what else is there? Uh, but yeah, Walk, Walking Dead's finished. Good places, I, I guess, actually finished now. It, it was interesting because in, in the last two or three weeks, the uh, Good Place on Twitter has been sort of joking about the episode being on. Like, hey, check out the Good Place this Thursday for for some reason. 
and then they did it again this week but it was actually on so that was kind of cool uh and then oh yeah um tomorrow saturday uh, we will have our best of 2018 podcast which will be me david and robert ranking uh the best tv shows video games and films for 2018 so that should be some fun i have no idea what your guys lists are and you don't know what mine is so uh that's going to be a nice surprise for for everybody basically uh that should be some fun um so yeah we're going to be doing that tomorrow and then the uh yes the other thing is um doctor who has got its season finale uh this sunday um so i'll be hopefully doing a season 11 uh review which sounds weird because it's jodie whittaker's first season but a season 11 review for jodie whittaker's first season uh at some point next week so look out for that on entertainmenttalk.org or on the podcast platform of your choice including spotify um so what's your opinion on this whole Bethesda thing? I think it it kind of falls into the category of just um, Murphy's Law of anything that can go wrong, you know, will go wrong. Right. And it all seems to be going wrong at the exact same time. Because, you know, first we had what we talked about earlier with the collector's edition bag being nylon and not mm-hmm. vinyl uh, I, canvas. I actually saw a picture of the bags they provided and they look pretty bad. So. Yeah, they look like total shit. Yeah, I've had bags um, like that, and they break pretty easily. So. Uh, yeah, and then yeah. Uh, then Bethesda saying, "Oh, we're really sorry about that. Here's five dollars worth of in-game uh, credits." Yeah. Um, and then they did it, announce it the, that they yeah, are gonna five hundred nukes or something, which apparently isn't, isn't atoms, which apparently isn't a lot in the game. No, they had at the time that they did that, they had a evil Knievel special skin, and that was sixteen hundred atoms. 500 atoms will basically get you a skin for your pit boy and that's about it well that's not good enough so um we did forget to do the news segue thing so i'm gonna put that in here and we'll see you in a minute for that So, um, yeah, I mean, and then the, the it's, it's been kind of a continuous train, really, because you've got, like, you know, the game came out, some people said it was broken in, in some situations, of course, everybody's experience is going to be different, some people have said they've had a, a certain amount of fun, uh, some people have talked about, like, just all, all sorts of weird, uh, terrible glitches and stuff, and then you've got the bag situation, which, you know, that's a, a money issue, because people paid for that thing, and then you give them um a product which isn't of value and then there was the whole debacle what was it like two days ago or something it was like wednesday or yeah something. um uh I, I saw a couple of you know um screenshots of tweets uh in different fa- in different gaming facebook groups that i'm joined to uh basically well, I, I don't have the guy's name on, on to hand and i'm sure he wasn't the only person to do it but some guy tweeted out like hey bethesda all all of the um tickets like open support tickets that uh some of you guys may be familiar with um I'm being sent like all of the receipts for these, which includes uh, names, phone numbers, addresses, and credit card bills, C- credit card information. I think. Yeah, I'm not quite sure why credit card information would be on file, but basically, yeah. Bethesda accidentally doxed every single person that had an active support ticket with them, which that's the absolute 
last thing that they would want to have happen that didn't involve like an actual crime, like something criminally punishable. Right. I mean, obviously, you can say, you know, the last thing you'd want to do is have Pete Hines come out and there's a videotape of him killing somebody. You know, obviously, that would be very, very bad. Yeah. But in terms of not an actual like crime that you could get arrested for, that's probably top uh, top of a worst thing that you would want to have happen as a company is having, you know, that and it's not like they intended to release it. It's not like somebody right. hacked their system or anything. It was just some bizarre ass glitch, which seems to be quite common with Bethesda these days. And then they accidentally leaked all that information. But to me, a uh, I know I I mean I know you're, you're not like defending them or, or whatever. But um, to me, a big you know big AAA video game business like that shouldn't have glitches like that in this, especially something like that where like you know. Pe- like, fair enough if your name gets out that's not as bad but like your phone number and your address especially your address as well like that's that's mm-hmm. really really bad um and even even if they did say like hey we fixed it. let's say like an hour later they say hey we fixed this glitch and it doesn't happen in- anymore people have still got those emails and still could like you know copy paste that stuff so um it's still out there so i mean i haven't heard, yeah. i haven't heard of anybody doing anything malicious with any of this information but that doesn't mean they won't so well that kind of depends on how many people got it because we don't know officially how many people were had something similar to that happen um i don't know this for certain but what i suspect is like i've done support tickets both on both sides of it where i've been the support person and where i've been asking for help yeah and a lot of the times it'll, you know, there'll be a request to receive an email copy of like, the, like if you were doing that in chat or if like the notes that the, the tech was putting into the case file, most of the times you can request a copy of that via email. And if they got that, if they got everybody's request in through email, that's probably what happened is whoever was involved with that, you know, made a request to get a copy of the notes through email and then for whatever reason in the system, every single one got sent. And I've never heard of that happening before. So yeah. the only thing, that, and, and again, this is me not defending them. This is me just having my knowledge of tech and tech support. Okay. The only thing that I could think that would have happened is they did some update on the back end. Right. And that, and that accidentally made that as an option to do either automatically or you know when it's it's basically programming if then else this when this then this and then it must have been something in the coding where if they requested a, an email copy somehow it just emailed everything it didn't isolate it right. to that one ticket case yeah and again i'm not defending that it happened right. you're I mean, just coming up with terrible. examples of to why this might have yeah might i'm have just happened. yeah yeah i'm just spitballing of of how it could have happened right I mean, I could be completely wrong, and somebody did this on purpose. <laughs> you know, somebody inside yeah. Bethesda decided, you know, fuck this shit. You know, let's let's fuck some shit up. Um, which I highly doubt. Oh yeah, but I'm leaving the possibility yeah. of that happening. Um, but beyond the beyond all of that, it's still at the end of the day, not something they wanted to happen because they've already been on shaky, shaky ground with uh, their customer service and their fan support and all that and they're they're really starting to lose fans yeah and they're not losing me per se but i'm definitely colder on them than i was before 76 launched yeah um i mean to me i had not much interest 
to begin with, and I probably probably won't play Fallout 76. Uh, I just don't really have a reason to or anything, and plus, you know, all of this mess and stuff. Um, but to me, yeah, I, I'm coming through your speakers a little bit. Uh, but to me, the only kind of game from them I am interested in at the moment that's been announced is is uh, the new Wolfenstein thing, which I think is with the uh, the daughters or something. I can't remember uh, that one and uh, Rage Two. Um, mm-hmm. what, what else have they got coming out? That's uh, they got like, anything that could come out anytime soon. Um, yeah. Starfield and Elder Scrolls Six, but I don't see those as a 2019 release. Oh, no. those, were, those were like just announced yeah. this year. So um, yeah, um, I was listening to uh, um, Sacred Symbols yep. podcast, and uh, uh, Chris Redgun had a really good take that I wish I could have thought of earlier he he basically described fallout 76 as an early access game yeah which makes a ton of sense yeah Yeah, it makes a ton of sense because i've played and still play a ton of early access games and it does have that feel to it but he mentioned that it's kind they're kind of trying to mix two things that don't mix because they're trying to mix multiplayer as a game concept with setting it up as you know there's nobody around so how are you going to multiplayer when there's nobody around and that's something that, in theory, could work. They just didn't get it to work. No. Um, no. So it's gonna need. It's gonna. It's definitely gonna de- need more. I would. I would hope. And I don't know how easy this would be to implement because I do know they talked about having you know data and support for this game long into the future. Uh, I would like to see like NPCs. You know, just figure out a way to like some part of the map. Oh, we were in hiding. And then just have actual NPCs instead of trying to do story through terminals and holotapes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I I don't know. It's it's just it's just a mess, and I don't know what you do as Bethesda. And I'm just happy I'm not working there. So for for this situation, you know, I'm sure I'd, I'm sure if someone said, "Hey, do you want to make Fallout Six or be a part of making Fallout 6 or whatever the you know the next big game?" I, I'm sure I'd I'd possibly say yes to that, but. I'm glad I'm not in this situation. So, um, yeah. So I I don't think there's anything else really to say. I mean, they've messed up really really badly with this. Spe- to me, it's more with the the ticket thing and the leaking people's addresses and stuff. That's uh, where I think they've really badly messed up. Because like, this isn't the only game, and it won't it won't be the last game to come out that's broken. So yeah. Um, there will be you know, other games that come out that are broken, and it's not the first time that's happened. Um, and it's not the last time it will happen with like a, a piece of merchandise, basically. Um, but in terms of, uh, in terms of like the support and the customer support and stuff, it, they've, that's where they've like really, really messed up. So, um, yeah. Uh, okay, what else did you have that you wanted to talk about today? Uh, really, that was the only thing that had popped up since we talked last that was I thought was worth talking about. I mean, so much revolved around the game awards. Yep. Uh, so I've got my specific notes, but uh, let, let's talk about the Game Awards in general. What did you kind of think of the the event? Too damn long. Like I mentioned earlier, um, I got home about 7 because I had a really, really late night uh, last night. And, you know, got dinner, all that stuff. And then it's about 8.30. And then I start it, and then you get the splash screen. And then you had the 30 minutes of pre-show, which was actually a show, but for some whatever reason they were calling it... Uh, pre-show it was because like, they were like given half a show half a pre-show I was like what the hell's going on here because I, I did watch that first 30 minutes i thought like hey I'll, I'll just see what the first bit is um and then uh yeah went from there but um yeah so, sorry go ahead yeah and then 
and then I, it's like 10, 15, 10, 20, and it's still going on. And I'm like, nope, I got to get to bed. So I get to bed, wake up the next day, and I pull it up on the VOD because I figure, you know, there's probably like 10, 15 minutes left to watch. Nope, another hour. <laughs> so I'm like, nope, I'll just go through IGN's feed because they're the best at taking other people's shit, rebranding it, and making it on their YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. And just saw the list of the highlights for everything and watched a couple that I wanted to watch. And uh, um, they're on there. Cool. Um, I, I think Jeff did, did a very, very good job with it. Um, as he's done like the, the last couple of years, I'm not. I can't remember how many game awards I've seen. I know we definitely watched last year's one because we have the podcast for it. Uh, but I can't remember if I watched 2016's one. I'm pretty sure I like followed the news and stuff of it, but I can't remember what I was doing in December 2016. Um, but well, uh, that's one of those things that so much time has passed. Yeah, I mean, unless something is like really, really important, it just kind of goes by the wayside. Yeah, um, and it was nice for Jeff to be like, because during the pre-show he was kind of saying like, like I've built up a lot of time for for some of this stuff and and this and that, and he he seemed like he he was sort of giving this message across of like I really hope you guys do enjoy this because I put like so much effort in, and I, I feel like he did do a very very good job with with what he's done. He should be very proud of of the show that he made. Yeah, it, it was too long in certain parts, and you do have to have like you know trailers and your sponsors, and you have to pay the bills and stuff. Um, cause that part did annoy me when you had like, you know, trailers and, and that sort of thing for like PUBG on PS4 and I thought, you know, I, I don't really care about this. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's one of those things that I think part of it is they had too many categories. Like I'm, I'm on the, uh, I'm on Variety's website and they've got the breakdown. Yeah. Uh, best ongoing game, uh, best game direction, um, Games for impact. I have no idea what considers impact. I think it's for uh, um, like if it tackles maybe a specific issue or something. Yeah. See, so they have two. They have two categories for action game. They got best action game and they got best action uh, slash adventure game. Hmm. It's like, why is that two categories? Right. Half the you know. Um. And then, well, I, I'm glad there is a category for best family game. I don't think that's something that needed to take up time. What actually won that? Uh, I didn't know what won that. Overcooked two. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Because it was a it was a Mario Tennis Aces Nintendo Labo yep. Overcooked two Starlink and Super Mario Party. Okay. Um. Yeah, let's get more into uh, some of my notes. I I basically woke up uh, this morning and then went straight straight onto Twitch. I didn't like because if I type in the Game Awards on YouTube. I'm going to get like highlight of this and that and this and that and I'm going to know half the winners before I even find the video. Uh, so I went on Twitch and, and watched it with the uh, the guys from Kind of Funny which was uh, Tim and Andy. Quite a funny thing happened uh, in that stream which I'll talk about in a minute. Uh, I don't know where Greg was. Maybe he was preparing his... Because uh, they have the showcase tomorrow, don't they? The Kind of Funny Games uh, showcase on Saturday uh, on their Twitch channel. So maybe he was he was editing that or something. But yeah, I would have thought he would, he would have uh, been there or something. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, yeah, I watched it with those guys, and, uh, it, it, it was quite good, so, um, yeah, let's get more into my notes, uh, first thing, Crash Team Racing, uh, I think it was called Nit- Nitro Kart Remastered, so Crash Team Racing yeah. Remastered is happening, I'm not quite as, like, oh my god about this, because in the previous, what, two days, especially the day before, there were several outlets saying like, hey, we've received this, like, dice in these crash cookies, and stuff like that, and then on the on the notes, it was like, 
uh, hey, we'll see you on the 6th of the 12th, uh, you know, 2018. So I was like, oh, Crash is going to be there in, in some way. So I wasn't quite as surprised. Whereas with, if you go back to the, uh, what was it, 2016 E3, when they, when uh, Sean Layden revealed the remaster for the trilogy, there wasn't, I don't think that they had the, uh, like, build-up like, like they had with that. And it was much more of a surprise to everybody. Um, and this is kind of the problem with that as well. Like, you know, when... Um, what was it? I think like the day before, or it might have even been earlier that day, they had the teaser trailer for Far Cry New Dawn, and like, the box art had been tweeted out and stuff, so people knew that was coming as well, and it's like, when you get into like, the week of the Game Awards, you, can we just like, not do that? Not like, pre-announce something that's about to be announced? Because then what's the point of the announcement? You know what I mean? Like, it's, yeah. Um, so that kind of ruined it a little bit, but I'm still very, very happy that the remaster is coming. Um, sure, it's not Crash Bandicoot 4, but I'm assuming that will be coming, I don't know, next year, or, may or maybe, the or not next year, but maybe it'll be announced next year or the year after. Interesting thing is, uh, this is being developed by somebody else, it's not actually, uh, Vicarious Visions. Uh, I didn't write down the name of the company, but, uh, it's still Activision, because they still, basically Activision owns the IP, because they also own, uh, Spyro. Because, um, Toys for Bob did Spyro, and, uh, Vicarious Visions did Crash, so a different company is doing... Crash Team Racing, which makes, which made everybody think in the Crash Bandicoot group that I'm in, that uh, Vicarious Visions is probably working on a new one. Because otherwise, what, what's the other game that they would be working on? Uh, I, I, I'm not really sure. Like, it could just be like another DLC level for Crash or something. But um, no, it should be some fun to play Crash Team Racing. I've never actually properly played it before, so that should be some fun as well. I mean, it's got like online this time and, and stuff like that, so I'll be able to jump in online and and do some comp competitive stuff. Uh, I don't know if that would be like a road to platinum kind of thing. It depends on what the trophies are like and stuff. Um, but obviously, with the with the trilogy, it was a bit easier, apart from Crash One, obviously, to uh, get the platinums with that. Uh, any thoughts on this? Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things that we kind of knew that it was happening, yeah. and they definitely. I'm sure people that are fans of the Crash series were interested in it. I mean, I've that's never been in my wheelhouse, but then again, uh, like if said several times before i'm so late to the playstation universe that there's a lot of games that'll probably come out as like a remaster or, or something like that yeah, um like medieval and stuff yeah, yeah that people just lose their shit over and i'm just like yeah i mean great for you if you love it yeah. I mean, you know more power to you but yeah. it's you know i'm not gonna it's not gonna be something that i'm gonna be playing but right. hey go for it yeah like absolutely go for it cool um so yeah i, I mean I know I don't quite sound, sound as excited, but it was because of, like, you know, all of the lead-up and the leaks and all that sort of stuff. And all, everyone in the Crash group was like, oh, there's probably something being announced tomorrow. So, it was just not much of a as of, of a surprise as before. So, uh, but yeah, June 21st, Xbox One, PC, and Switch. Not sure about Steam. I didn't hear about Steam. Um, but uh, I'm sure it yeah, will probably. be. But, uh, yeah, the other consoles and Switch as well, it'll be out for. Uh, another game that got pre-leaked or pre-announced or whatever. This actually did get a pre-Ubisoft like Ubisoft, um, video released on YouTube. So uh, Far Cry New Dawn, I think it's out in February or, or something. Uh, yeah, and, and if you've never played 5, and it does kind of spoil a few things for you. So yeah, we'll they say that right off. it in the trailer. <laughs> it's like, what? Yeah, and for those people that don't know that don't mind it being spoiled, and I had it spoiled for me but i was not going to play the game anyway so it was not a big deal okay at the end of fallout 5 uh one of the endings that you can have mm. is that the the cult leader that you capture and take Joseph prisoner 
Yep. yep. He uh, launches a nuke and, you know, drops a nuke on where he is at in uh, uh, Montana, I think. If yeah. I'm remembering it right. Well, creepily singing Amazing Grace. Yeah. So that's something. Um, yeah, I... What were the endings? Um, I think it, I, uh, I think one was like you you just drive off, and one was like you kill him, and then everybody kind of dies. Or I can't quite remember what happened. I can't remember what I actually I, picked. So. The only one, the only two that I've actually seen is where after all the blood and guts and death and murder and more murder and even more murder, <laughs> you know, you just enter a standoff and then you just both back down and just kind of go your separate ways, which makes no sense. Yeah. And then the one I was telling you about that I was watching my buddy Tim on stream do the ending and it shocked him because he thought he was like getting the quote unquote good ending. And I guess technically that is the good ending because you are, you know, getting the, the bad guy out of circulation, but you know, he's running around chasing, getting out and all of a sudden, all of a sudden, boom, nuclear explosion. Yeah. Uh, which obviously Joseph had planned because, uh, of the way he reacts to the situation. So, uh, and that's the canon because you know, the next far cry game takes where that, you know, I'm guessing a generation, uh, because they said they were children of that. So it either happened when they were really, really young or before they were born. Yeah. Uh, if I had to, you know, at best, you know, it's been at least 15 years because you figure if that happens when you're 10 and now you're 25, so now you're the main protagonist, mm. uh, and you're you consider yourself the child of that, 10 would kind of be my cutoff age at least. Right. Because when you're 10, you know, you kind of get a sense of where everything is in the world. Mm-hmm. At least a bit. Uh, but no, I'm excited to play this. I, I really enjoyed Far Cry 5. Um, I thought it brought some fresh new things to the table. Uh, and this looks like it's going to kind of be well, literally in, in the same vein. Because it seems like it's going to be a sequel. So uh, yeah, I, I assume some new mechanics and stuff. It's interesting because this will be out before E3. So Ubisoft will have to reveal the gameplay uh, not through E3. So I mean E3 isn't the only place things you know get revealed and stuff. But uh, it's kind of the main stage for, for people. Uh, but not for Sony in 2019. Um, but no, I mean, I'm excited to play that. Uh, how about you? you going to maybe jump in for New Dawn? I'm going to have to find out more about it. Okay. That's just one of those things yeah. that... I mean, we've talked about this on the previous podcast. My issues with Far Cry 5 itself. Uh, and a, a lot of those figure, fears uh, turned out to be unjustified, which is fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, it, it kind of goes into an area to where... I was just old enough to where that whole David Koresh thing happened that I kind of knew what was going on. I was still pretty young when it happened, but it, it, I was, you know, that's one of those things that, that's a serious thing to happen, and then, you know, having to go into that, so. Yeah. It's just one of those things that I just kind of let it go to the side, so. Okay. Uh, and then, um, I'm going to tie this into the kind of funny stuff. Uh, Joker from Persona, which I think is the main protagonist, I can't quite remember. Uh, is joining Super Smash Brothers, um, and uh, if you watch the kind of funny video, there's actually a specific video on their YouTube channel. Uh, I don't know if you saw this, but um, uh, what happened was he was sitting at, at you know their table with with Andy. They had their beers out next to both of their laptops, and you know their their mics sitting next to each other. And uh, Tim had this hat on. He got up. Spun around almost like. Have you seen how Mario, Mario throws his hat in uh, Odyssey? Yeah. Yeah. He basically did that and by accident knocked over Andy's beer onto Andy's laptop. And uh, yeah, that was what happened. Um, I, I'll put the embedded version of the video uh, in the post for this. And um, 
so you guys can kind of play it just click on play from there and check it out or you can go over to their uh, youtube channel but um but yeah it was quite a crazy moment so um and then uh, you know obviously he reacted to to the uh, crash bandicoot stuff as well but um yeah uh, did, did you see that I did not. Okay, it's it's quite. I don't know. If funny is the word, but Andy reacted quite well to it. Obviously, because you know, with those guys, they could you know replace a laptop and stuff. Um, you know, if it was maybe me or you, we'd we'd have you know maybe a little bit more trouble covering um something like that. But uh, yeah, it 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 was kind of funny. So I mean, Andy reacted quite well to it. So uh, there wasn't like any uh bad blood there or anything so that was that was pretty interesting but um no joker from persona is joining smash brothers uh are you aware of the character no i haven't played any of the persona games <laughs> okay um yeah he's the main kind of protagonist person and uh he's going to be joining smash and uh doing doing some stuff in there uh, some highlights, Celeste did win, I think it did win games for Impact, but it also won best indie game, so that's really, really good as well. Uh, I really enjoyed Celeste quite a lot, and, um, yeah, games for Impact, like, that, that is really good that it won for that as well, because it kind of deals with, like, anxiety and depression in, in certain ways. It deals a little bit more with anxiety, and, uh, it's interesting with the game itself, because in the, um, I think it's in the main menu... It shows your like death counter, but it says like, hey, this is like, you know, it doesn't matter how many times you die. It's kind of like a learning curve, and it sort of like eases you into it a bit more because this is, this is a game where you will die, you know, quite a bit. Um, and it sort of it finds its way to sort of ease you in and 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 get you sort of you know carrying on with it, no matter how many times you die. And uh, like so some of the dialogue between the characters and stuff really encourage you to sort of keep going and and that sort of thing. Uh, so yeah, I'm I'm really happy that that one. Um, uh, for indie game and for uh, games for impact and stuff. Anything you want to say about with that? Uh, no, I mean, that's not, like I said, that's a category that I can't really understand why they had it in there. Um, I think, Hell I mean, they've got, I think Hellblade won games for impact last year. So, yeah, because that dealt with, um, is it Psychosis? I think that Senua had. I'm not familiar. Yeah, I think not it was, familiar yeah, with I think it. it was psychosis that she had. Um, but obviously, you know, people that are dealing with those sort of issues can can relate, and you know, it's uh, put in there for that reason. So that's really really good as well that it that it won for that. So, um, Marvel Ultimate Alliance Three. This kind of came out of nowhere on only on Switch as well. So it was kind of a double big kind of reveal because I was watching it with like with, with the the with Andy and Tim. And they showed the trailer, and then Andy said for a second, like, is this, um, Telltale's Guardians of the Galaxy on Switch or something? And then as soon as he said that, I thought, like, oh, I hope it kind of isn't. Because, I mean, sure, it'd be good if those Switch gamers could play that. But, you know, Telltale's shutting down. There probably won't be a Season 2, at least from Telltale, for that series. So it would be a bit of a waste, and it would be a bit weird to have that at the Game Awards. But it's actually more, um, of Ultimate Alliance 3. It's only on Switch. I remember last year... Right now, what was it? Bayonetta three was announced, and that's only on Switch. And then they had uh, Bayonetta one and two go onto the uh, the Switch. That's available on PS4 and Xbox, I think. The first two, but the third one's only on Switch. So, <clears throat> uh, what what do you think of that? Yeah, I mean, kind of weird, but yeah, I'm, I'm gonna play it. it. Looks looks quite fun. So, um, an interesting thing is, I think, what game was it they had out recently? Was it Marvel vs. Capcom three? 
Yeah, that's a fighting game, but I don't know if it's still on the marketplace or not. Because there's some one of the Marvel games they had to pull. Oh, really? Okay. Um, but yeah, I remember with that they had the you know the, the whole Fox ish license issue thing. But this game seems to have all the, the some of the X Men and stuff, and it had Wolverine in the trailer. Had like you know Spider Man, the Avengers, Guardians of the Galaxy. So it seems like it's has got everyone. I mean, if you're gonna have the Fox stuff in there, it probably includes a Fantastic Four and. Deadpool and stuff. I don't see why it wouldn't, but uh, I I just remember the last couple of Marvel games that was a bit of an issue for um, for licensing and stuff. I don't think it was an issue for the uh, Lego Marvel Superheroes 2. I think Wolverine was in that game, but uh, you know because because of, of the whole Fox thing, they had the licensing issue and stuff. Um, do you think you check this out? Eh, maybe the game that I thought of was thinking of is Marvel vs. Capcom Origins, which is. Okay pulled from the uh, digital store is that the first but one? it was pulled n- no this was like some weird one but it was it's been a while this was pulled from playstation 3 and 360 um for, for so that i don't even see i don't see a date on that um yeah the the article doesn't have a date on it so that's what i was thinking of i mean it's it's a fighting game i'm not yeah. much into the fighting games i do kind of want to play uh um Soul Calibur Six, that looks really cool. Uh, but you know, fighting games, you know, I just don't have the money to buy a proper like fight stick, and it doesn't really work well with a con- with a controller. Mm-hmm. Have you played uh, the Injustice games? You might quite like that. I played a little bit of Injustice too when it was like a free play weekend, but nothing serious. Okay, because that had quite a good um, story with it as well. I haven't played the first one, but I know that's got a decent story to it as well. Um, what's the story like for Soul Calibur Six? Because I know that's got Geralt in it. Yeah, basically what it is is the Soul Edge is the name of a sentient weapon, and people are questing after it, and it turns some people like crazy evil, um, and it's got like divinity powers to it. But and some people think it's possessed by an angel, and some people think it's possessed by a devil. Um, it was one of the first games that actually had a the fighting games that had a story mode hmm. with Soul Calibur One on the uh, Dreamcast. Wow. You had a thing to where you had a map, and then you would go from place to place to place, and it would tell a little story of, you know, why you're fighting this person. Um, and it was a great game. I mean, visually at the time, it was I would put it on a par with some 360 games, and this is the Dreamcast that launched in 1999. So, hmm. uh, it, I don't know if you've seen any of the gameplay for Six, but it is stunningly beautiful, nice. especially in 4K. I mean, like like freakishly good. Hmm. Um, and they have a full character editor, and that's been some of the videos that have been coming up. People are cre- like recreating their favorite anime characters, and uh, so you're having like anime fights that you normally wouldn't have. Um, and it's all about weapon combat, and each character has each like weapon fights completely, completely differently. Hmm. It's like you'll have like the big heavy blades that do a lot of damage, but they're really, really slow. And then you got the people with the the, the quick fighting weapons, like the knives and the nunchucks and stuff, and they're uh, um, really super quick and fast and agile and dodgy, and then uh, you got a mix of those. So it's one of those things that they put a lot of balance into the weapons for that in terms of, you know, do you want to play quick, jabby, dodge, 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 or do you want to be the heavy tank thing? <laughs> and then you find the character that fits for that. So Nice, nice. Funny you mentioned nunchucks, because I was watching uh, Community, and they had a funny nunchuck scene with uh, Chang, the character. Have yeah, there's a... I've seen like bits and pieces of it. I've never sat through and watched it. Okay, they had um, what's his name, uh, Joel something, 
John McHale. Yeah, he 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 was on the Game Awards. That was pretty fun. So. Yeah, it was interesting seeing him on there because yeah. especially he for was me, on like, I'm a, like in the middle of watching his the show he was on. So yeah. Yeah, no, it was like it was either the first year of the Game Awards or the year before it turned into the Game Awards. Right. He was the main host on it, and the whole time he kind of had this attitude of not wanting to be there. Is that what he was like, alluding to when he was like, "Oh, I'm I'm back" or whatever? Yeah, um, okay. and I forget which year it was. You'd have to look it up. But and I actually asked somebody because I'm think, not that familiar. I think someone with, said it was uh, five years ago. Yeah, because I wasn't really that familiar with his comedy, so I asked somebody that I worked with at the time. It's like, was he trying to do like a deadpan thing, and it came <laughs> off of just being a dick thing? Because mm-hmm. it really came off of at least the one that I'm referring to the few years ago. It really came off of you know I'm too good for this place yeah. being a dick mm-hmm. on it. Um, and I, you know, I just didn't know if that was like a comedy shtick that he was going for and just failed to get. Maybe. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, while we've been talking, I've been looking on Amazon, the average price of a fight stick is like 150 bucks. And that's just more money than I can spend for a controller. Can I say um, that's I mean, ridiculous? To... That sounds ridiculous. Well, it's because of the physical size. I mean, it's, it's about the size of a keyboard. And it's got eight dedicated buttons and a giant heavy joystick that you know that they have to build more industrial heavy because they know it's going to get slapped around really hard a lot. <laughs> so they have to put a lot more into the materials for that. Mm. I agree with you that it is a very expensive price, but I don't yeah. think they're trying to like gouge you out of it because there's like crappy no name knockoffs and they're still fifty bucks, which is what you're going to pay for a controller. Right. Um, yeah. Hori and Razer are the two kind of main brands that have like the best ratings, the best reviews, and those bounce between one fifty and two hundred dollars depending on it. Uh, so Reggie, Phil, and uh, Sean all came out on the stage at one point. It was near the start, wasn't it, of the Game Awards? Yeah, and, and it's uh, almost like the setup to a joke. Uh, Reggie, Phil, <laughs> and uh, Sean walk into a bar. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, that was weird because, uh, like I said, I was watching with the the kind of funny guys, and I and I was thinking, what the hell could these three announce that would connect together? You know, obviously they, they didn't announce something, but I like the way they came out and just kind of spoke a, a, a little bit each. I know it was one of them t- typical kind of speeches of like, hey, we, you know, we try and invest and and this and that and that sort of usual speech. But it it was cool to see the three of them though, like the three big heads of of gaming. So. Yeah, and Phil Spencer has always been an advocate of, you know, the community, yeah, you know, yeah. is the community. And Reggie's pretty much the same way as well. Um, and honestly, I'm, I don't follow Sean on Twitter, so I don't know what he's mm. like, but he's I know two of well. Yeah. Yeah, so that was more of a, you know, unity in the community kind of a thing. Mm. So it was nice to see. And I'm, mm-hmm. Yeah, with like console wars and all that sort of, all that sort of stuff. Um, See, I'm, I've never been a big fan of, of calling it console wars because, I mean, when you think about it, when sports teams fight each other, are they fighting a war? <laughs> no, they're just trying to win. Depends. Is it and that's all... <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's obviously some exceptions. Or but... some Italy game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, depending on how much beer they've had at the pub the night before. Right, um, right. But yeah, I mean, sports teams compete and they try to win and that's all the consoles are doing. They're competing and Obviously, this generation PS4 is clearly winning by a long slide, but you know that that is what it is. But you know, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's nice for them to come out of the Game Awards and not be like just kind of come out and, and give a nice speech and and have that be that. So uh, that was nice as well. 
Yeah, I think it's also a good testament to the kind of work that Jeff Keighley is doing and the kind of reputation that yeah. he has that he could get all three of those guys out on the same stage at the same time and, you know, read sections of a prepared speech, you know, for the community. So, mm-hmm. uh, a moment I haven't talked about that I, I did quite like was, um, you know, the camera turns around. Well, what do you call, you know, you had the, the middle stage where the announcers come on and, and say who won this and that. What's the mm-hmm. other bit called where Jeff was standing? The podium? I think it's called a dais. Dias. A dais, okay. dais. When, when he was standing um, there, the, the camera turns around and the crash mascot's there. And uh, mm-hmm. you, you have the crate, which is the question mark thing. Um, and uh, what was it? I think the guy said, or well, Crash, said to him, um, like, hey, I want to give you your... Tro- I, I like their little interaction. He was like, I, I want to give, give you a trophy, uh, Jeff. And he's like, hey, thanks, Crash. That was cu- it was just a funny, nice little sort of conversation mm-hmm. um and then he takes the lid off which was it's weird to see that box you know me you know because i played the games and stuff and usually just smash it and get you know the apples or life out of it and then <laughs> you have jeff just take the lid off it and the uh crash team racing um trophy was in there so that was pretty cool as well i quite like that bit yeah but it's not like they could smash it while they were on the stage or anything like that right, so right yeah it's just yeah kind of interesting but uh that, that was a fun moment so i mean you know with, with all the you have to kind of look at some of this stuff and think, you know, with, with all the bad stuff that happens in gaming, like with the Bethesda stuff earlier, you have to uh, you have to take the fun moments where you can where you can get them. So, and this mm-hmm. uh, the game awards was was kind of kind of had quite a few of them, which was nice. Um, Obsidian came out, and um, I, at first I was like, okay, Obsidian, Microsoft recently bought them. I was like, surely they're not yet gonna in, gonna reveal what they're working on for Microsoft, but no, this was one of their other games they're working on because they still have games that are out of that contract i suppose yeah or, or game they were working on from before um i i mean the, the game looks kind of interesting is is very early still you know obviously we haven't seen like much you know, gameplay and stuff yet for it but um yeah what did you think of obsidian coming out yeah i mean that's definitely a game i'm gonna keep on my radar obviously yeah, yeah. we're way too early to say i'm absolutely gonna play it i think there's a better than average chance that i'm gonna play it because you got the guys they were behind a lot of the humor um from the fallout series which despite the 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 clusterfuck crash fail of 76 i'm still a big fan of the franchise and a big fan of the uh concept of it right and so we saw the people like myself who you know have been you know known uh, fallout for quite a long time saw a lot of that in there uh obviously you know doing the whole thing of being in space but not being like a, a super high sci-fi kind of a thing always they have a big appeal mm-hmm. um i had it de- described as fallout meets firefly and i know you finally got around to watching the series of firefly so that's something that i could also get into yeah, that's actually what you know. uh, what David said to me today as well. It was kind of a, a bit like Fallout meets uh, Firefly. We should do a podcast on that at some point, um, in, in, in some form. So, well, uh, we should set that up as a Patreon award. I guess we could. You know, yeah, somebody we'll put that on there, and then if somebody wants to cash that in, then we'll do that podcast. Yeah, we shall see what happens. Uh, yeah, it's quite a good idea. Um, yeah, I'll set it up at at some point. Um, but no, it, like I said, yeah, it looks good, but it's just a bit too early to to really say how how good this thing's going to be. So uh, that was good as well, though. Um, what was the other thing? The um, Stranger Things three game. Mm-hmm. That was because they came out and they said, it, "Is it the Duffer Brothers? Duffel Brothers?" 
I can never remember. Okay. So I, know, I know the Russo brothers are the Avengers directors, and then you've got mm-hmm. the. Uh, I think it's. Duff, I'm just gonna say Duffer brothers. Um, come out, and I, I recognize the name. I'm like, oh, that's Stranger Things, and they. I think they played the theme, and then. You know, as some of these people are coming out on the stage, you think like, okay, who is this? What are they working on? Oh, are they here to talk about the next version of whatever this is? Like with the Obsidian, I was thinking of the Xbox stuff. And they came out and then I immediately thought of the uh, Telltale game. Of course, it's Netflix who owns it, so they could still distribute it to, you know, a developer that, that, you know, um, signs up for it or whatever. Um, so they, so they, so that game could still happen, and I was thinking, oh, are they gonna like, you know, maybe show a teaser trailer or something? And it was a video game. It's Stranger Things three, and it's was this a mobile game? I can't remember what platforms they said it was was gonna be on, but it's like a sixteen bit, uh, almost like the Escapists type. Uh, I don't know if you've seen any from from that game, but it's a bit yeah, it's of a, the Escapists esque type of uh type of game. Yeah, it's a six. 16-bit top-down uh, game, so it could be interesting. Uh, I saw. I didn't actually get to see that part of it. That part of it that happened oh, after they showed a little bit of I, gameplay. I, yeah, I mean, I've seen screen caps from it, so that's you know, so I know what, exactly what you're talking about. I mean, that could be good. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Stranger Things. I can't wait for the next season to come out. Um, when the hell is that? <laughs> I, I want to say summer next year hmm. because they're kind of setting it with a summer theme. Uh, you know, being in the mall. And all that other fun stuff. Oh, okay. That's so where I thought, the I kid it was usually like a Halloween type thing. I, I think it was last year. Yeah, the last couple have been like Halloween theme. The last season was Halloween theme. Let me uh, pull that up real quick. See if they have a firm date on it. Okay, because they had twenty sixteen and twenty seventeen, didn't they? Yeah, it might have been. Uh, so I guess this might just be delayed by a little bit. Uh, but no, this looks interesting. I'm uh, still going to try the Escapist stuff. There's actually a Walking Dead Escapist game out there which i can uh rent so i may try to do that at some point um but no it looks like it has the same uh, characters and stuff i wonder how much it will tie into season three uh hard telling i mean games based off of properties never really historically do well Mm. with the exception of like the telltale games because it's not really trying to recreate right you know property like that based off the based off the characters like the you know like the spider-man ps4 game and stuff. Yeah, they don't have a calendar date on it. It's just it on IMDb. It just says 2019, so it doesn't really have anything past that. Okay, cool. Um, anything else you want to talk about with that? Uh no. I mean, it, it's definitely cool. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely a hot property. I actually bought a Steve uh, Funko Pop. Which which it's, character it's is him. That? Uh, Steve, that's like kind of like the older dude. Is he the one? Um, is he the one that had the baseball bat? Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. that's what it, it's yeah. got him and sunglasses and the baseball bat hmm. it's from got, season um, two. Has it got na- it's got nails in it, hasn't it? Yeah. I think. Yeah. It's like a Lucille esque type thing. Have you seen uh, Z Nation before? I've seen the first episode. I keep meaning to oh. watch the series, but yeah. uh, I never just I just never get around to it. I I have no reason why. I just hmm. it never I never just like, see it. It's like Walking Dead, but fun and silly. Yeah, well, it's and kind of DJ Qualls and I'm a take huge self seriously and stuff. So it's 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 some fun. So yeah, yeah. Uh, DJ Qualls, the the skinny dude with the glasses, with the like the the, the guy that runs the uh, the radio. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, he's in it. If you want to see a fun, uh, kind of an aside, but if you want to see a fun movie with him, and it's called The New Guy, it's kind of a spoof on being the new kid in school. Very okay. hilarious. Hmm. Cool. Um. What was I gonna say? Yeah, there's a character in Z Nation that has like 
almost like a full metal spiked kind of baseball bat. I can't remember exactly what it looks like, but it's sort of similar to what Steve has got um, mm-hmm. with, with like spikes and stuff. But anyway, um, yeah, Stranger Things three, which it's simply being called. I, I remember the season two, which wasn't actually called season two. It was a Stranger Things two. Um, some some seasons tend to tend to do that. They give their um, I know the Sinner did that with uh, its first and second season. So mm-hmm. uh, that was kind of interesting. Um, that was the only things I really remember. I know they announced Mortal Kombat 11, but I don't think either of us have the interest in that. They announced uh, yeah, just some other stuff that we don't necessarily appeal to us. But uh, if it appeals to you, we want you to enjoy said things. Because uh, that's kind of how we uh, like to do things. Um, but the big one, game of the year, was God of War. I liked how um, it was in a, it was in a different section of of the uh, awards. Uh, the, the guy that voices him and someone else. I'm not sure if it was actually the boy that voices boy, but uh, they came out and the the boy had um, the, uh, the the note thing for, for the actual game award uh, receipt thing. I can't remember. I'm not mm-hmm. sure what you call it. And then they pause for a minute, and everyone's kind of like, "Okay, what's going on?" And then he's like, "Read it, boy," or he says something like that. That was uh, that was pretty good. And then all the audience just like cheered. So another good little little kind of moment. So did you see? Yeah, that? yeah, I did see that, and I yeah. knew exactly that that's where <laughs> they were going with that. But I'm I'm perfectly fine. It's a funny joke. Yeah, it's yeah. like when they had uh, Christopher Judge reading the bad dad jokes that were like kind of like sci- uh, <laughs> fantasy themed. Yeah, um, you know it's it's there you know just play on it you know just you know turn into the steer the steer into the the swerve as it were so yeah yeah um but i thought they would you know when they sort of you know they say here on the stage is so and so the audience cheers and they like wait a minute for them to calm down i thought they were just waiting for that i was like oh they're waiting for somebody to like give them a green light or 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 something like they're waiting for jeff to to do something but uh no it was to uh say i think he said read it boy but uh that that was quite fun as well, but no God of Year, God of War Game of the Year, which beats Red Dead Redemption Two. Um, Spider Man got Horizoned, didn't it? Yeah, because it didn't win anything. And, yeah, and that's kind of a bummer. And yeah, that's, it is. We were talking yeah. about that before we started recording. Is I'm not as surprised that uh, um, Red Dead Two won as many awards as it did because it's still, you know, really really fresh in everybody's mind. Um. And it's not to say that Spider-Man wasn't a great game. I mean, it's totally a great game. It's just that Red Dead came out. Red Dead and sold seven blew everything yeah. out of the water. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, it, it's a shame, and you know, not everybody can win everything. Um, but uh, but let's be honest: winning that award and not winning that award is not going to change anybody's mind to play it or not play it. Oh sure, and there will be a sequel, and it will sell well, and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, it's it's really interesting. Like you have two Sony exclusives that are fighting each other. I mean, Red Dead's in there, you know, as well. Because um, uh, that was kind of the main three, wasn't it? Spider-Man, Red Dead, uh, and God of War. And, and God of War. I mean, I know you had Celeste and Monster Hunter, but I don't think anybody thought that they were gonna win Game of the Year. Uh, but it was good that Celeste got um, indie game and and game for impact and stuff. Um, but no, it's really interesting that you have you know the the big AAA third party game, the Rockstar thing, and then you got these two Sony exclusives that are just fighting each other. So uh, it's good stuff. It's good stuff. Uh, no uh, Nintendo nominations this year, but I guess if Smash Brothers has come out earlier in the year, or you know the not the night of the awards, then uh, it might have got nominated for something. Is it eligible for next I- year? 
I don't know. And it, it technically it didn't come out the night of the awards. It came out the day after the awards. Hmm. Yeah, they, they kind of said, you know, it's, it's available tonight or whatever because it's available different mm-hmm. times and different different places. Uh, but no, if that had come out earlier, it might have been nominated. But uh, if it's eligible for next year, I'm guessing it will probably get nominated. So uh, that will be good as well. Uh, is there anything else you want to talk about? Uh, I do think it is kind of a bummer that uh, Beat Saber didn't win VR game because that's really something I forget. I honestly don't remember. It was one. Of, it was a game I literally had not heard of. Okay. It was like some like a some like travel adventure ish style game. Uh, unfortunately, my webpage crashed, so I can't pull up the results. But okay. Beat Saber was the only game that I even had ever heard of. Yeah, I've heard, and it's the I've only heard game all the that ones I, in that category. I just can't remember what they are. Uh, I know they yeah. had um, Astro Bot and uh, yeah, that's what that's what it was, Astro. Okay. Yeah, and stuff like that. Yeah, but Beat Saber is the only VR game that I would actually want to play. So okay, uh, all right. Let's move on to the emails, which go into further game stuff or game awards and you know video game stuff. Uh, you can send yours into Matthew at EntertainmentTalk.org. Twitter is at eTalkUK. There's the Facebook group and the Facebook page. There's also an email form you can fill out on the post for this page or on the contact form. Uh, just put in your email and your comment in there. That will get sent to me as well. Benjamin says, what is the biggest letdown for the Game Awards for you? For me, it's not seeing Splinter Cell. Why was uh, he in the Game Awards trailer? And that is very true. Um... Yeah, I, I, I saw him in the trailer and everybody else who watched it obviously did. And they were like, oh, they're going to announce a new Splinter Cell. Because Ubisoft at E3 were like, hey, Splinter Cell is out there, quote unquote, but it's not ready yet. So maybe people thought that it was going to be a, a Game Awards thing. Uh, what about for you? What was the biggest letdown for the Game Awards? Uh, I mean, I didn't really have a big letdown. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely agree with you with the Splinter Cell thing. Yeah. But that franchise has been languid for so long that I'm really not shocked that nothing came out of it just because I don't expect it to ever come out on it. So I'm sure whatever was shown was just like B-roll that they just threw in there. Maybe. It might have actually um, been footage from the new DLC thing they did or, or something. Because it was added to mm-hmm. Ghost Recon, was it? Yeah, Lance? Ghost yeah. Recon. Yeah, and it wasn't Rainbow Six Siege, was it? I think it was just... Uh, Wildlands. Wildlands, yeah. So that was cool. Um, I think the last one was 23rd. I did play the last two games this year, actually, so I'm not like, well, I I, I definitely play more Splinter Cell because I really, really enjoyed the last two, but it's not like it's been years for me, personally, since I played it because I played two games of them this year, so, uh, uh which were Blacklist and, and Conviction. I can't remember which way around they were released, but the last one, I think, was 2013, so. I think Conviction came last because I remember I seeing so. a couple of Let's Plays from it. Cool. From people doing the uh, the multiplayer. Cool. Uh, but would you like another Splinter Cell? Yeah, I mean, I'd definitely like to see that franchise continue. I always liked the concept of making a stealth game mm. where stealth was absolute. I mean, you know, some games have stealth elements, and it's about as stealthy as, you know, uh. farting in an elevator. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm playing Hitman right now, so that's fairly good for stealth. I know I'm not, like, you know, climbing on pipes that are on the ceiling and and uh, dropping down onto people and using night vision goggles but uh i'm still doing some cool stealth stuff so yeah but it's a little different though yeah, the, no, the hitman yeah. thing is uh hiding in plain sight stealth yeah and uh you poisoning, know it's not like you're poisoning people's drinks and disguising yourself mm-hmm. and 
and that fun stuff. Uh, but no, but in terms of actual letdown, I mean, that was kind of, that speaks well to it, if the thing that we kind of expected to be there wasn't there, and that was the only sort of letdown, quote-unquote, there wasn't anything that particularly happened where I was like, hey, I don't like this. Sure, there was, you know, the, the PUBG PS4 trailers and stuff that I didn't really care for, but it didn't bother me. There was no kind of, I don't know, there, there was nothing that, like, bothered me particularly. So, uh, and hey, we got to see the Crash mascot again, which was nice. Mm-hmm. So that was cool. Always fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, Harry says, what was uh, you most expecting to see that you didn't? And uh, what were you not expecting that came up at the Game Awards? Uh, I think I wasn't expecting that came up was the Marvel or Alliance. Because it, it was just one of them weird things where, like, they play this, you know, Marvel trailer with the Guardians of the Galaxy and you know me Tim and Andy I guess because you know I was watching it sort of with them um like, we're like you know what, what game is this uh and then some I think it was it was either Tim or Andy I was like hey is this the Avengers Square thing because we we saw the reveal trailer of that but we don't know what that game looks like so it could have been that um I mean I, when, when was that game revealed last year I feel like that was like summer last year or something I think, yeah. And just squaring its game, which was just like a teaser trailer, and we don't know what that game looks like. So, um, but I'm excited for that whenever that comes out. So, and that might be part of the uh, MGU that people have been talking about. So, we don't know. Uh, but yeah, what was the biggest surprise for you that um, actually was there? Uh, the biggest surprise would have had to have been Mortal Kombat 11, because um, mm. I don't rem- I don't remember Mortal Kombat 10 selling all that well. No, I mean. Me it, I think it sold like a couple three million, which is obviously good. But you know, in this day and age where you've got games like, you know, Red Dead and whatnot selling nineteen bazillion, and the fact that GTA Five is still in the top twenty list for sales, which they have to be counting the the in-game purchases as part of that sales. Maybe um, yeah. because I can't. But you know, Minecraft still sells well. <laughs> And yeah. that, how old is that game? Um, I as for the uh, uh, everything else, you know, it was kind of what I was expecting in terms of, you know, a little bit of shock, a little bit of awe, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. But uh, you know, it's not that bad. Yeah, yeah, I I, I like the awards a lot. I think they did some really good stuff. And uh, yeah, the uh, nicest thing obviously was the, the Crash Team Racing remaster, even though it was kind of ruined a bit. Um, and for me, it was the more of Marvel or my Lion stuff because I, you know, no, there were there there was no rumors, there was no talk about that whatsoever. Um, like there, like there wasn't even because people were, I mean, it's a little bit like with the Joker thing with, with Smash. Nobody was talking. I mean, people were talking about Smash obviously because the game was uh, about to come out, but um, nobody was talking about him as a DLC character. Um, but where you where you have things like you know Far Cry getting the image posted on Twitter like a few hours before like it just it just really takes away from the surprise so it's a bit like you know the you know like the two weeks before e3 where we get hey he's the trailer for this and that and this and that it's like just wait you know that's what you're going to e3 for is to surprise people and and tell people but uh i don't know does that bother you much only if it's something that i had no idea like for some games we you know they do a little bit of this a little bit of that and then they'll launch something like the week before E3 so they yeah. don't have to launch it at E3. That I'm cool with. When it's something like completely off the radar, never 
thought that that was coming out in a million years, and then that gets spoiled slash leaked slash intentionally leaked slash hyped before. Those are the ones. It's not that I hate it. It's just I'm not a big fan of having surprises ruined. Yeah. For me, that was more with the Far Cry stuff because, like, when was Far Cry this year? February or March? So it was this year that we had one actually released, and we're getting a, a trailer and a released and a release date in the same. So in the same year, <laughs> we had one of them released, a trailer shown at the Game Awards, sort of gameplay reveal. I think there's gameplay out there and a release date all in all in the same year, which is in what February or March or something. I can't quite. I know that um. Rage I, 2 is, like, March or February. But both of them are around, like, Q1 2019. Yeah. So, yeah, it's 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 kind of... I mean, it's good, because I really enjoyed the last one. I'm looking forward to this one. But uh, if that had, like, fully been saved for the for the awards, that would have been even more of a surprise. So, because, um, like, Far Cry wasn't even on my mind, because I was thinking, hey, ne- next year at E3 is when we'll get the reveal of another Far Cry, or maybe the year after, not this year. So that was a, it was a nice surprise. I mean, mm-hmm. a nice reveal, but uh ruined surprise. It was it was worse with Crash, because, like like I said, in the days before, where IGN were reporting, like, hey, new thing probably revealed at Game Awards. Cool. Um, but no, it just it, it ruined a bit, the, uh, the reveal of Crash Team Racing. Um, and I know we had the rumors before, of like, hey, what's Vicarious Visions going to do now? probably crash team racing remastered but uh anyway i'm i'm not gonna sit here and moan about that anymore because uh the game's coming out anyway it is confirmed and that's the uh the nice part of that so yep and you know getting something that you were looking forward to is always a perk yeah yeah and i, I did i i know it is a very small thing but it was cool the little interaction with uh the, the mascot and jeff it, it just mm-hmm. yeah it had something else it wasn't just like hey w- uh, reveal trailer, and then there you go. But um, yeah, I'm sure we'll have probably a first impressions for that and review and uh, some next plays and stuff. So that should be some fun in what seven months? When's June? Seven months away, roughly. Six months. Yeah. yeah. Well, six, seven if you count this month. So right, about half a year. So I'll I'll see that in about half a year. Uh, so yeah, did did we answer Harry's other question? What was you most expecting to see that you didn't? Kind of splinter cell. Uh, and then the other thing was uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance for the thing that we weren't expecting. So um, yeah, yeah, cool. I, I think that's it for our Game Awards coverage then for 2018. Uh, I'm sure there'll be a show in 2019. Um, so the next big sort of you know one of these events will probably be E3, I imagine, because usually we I I don't know about any um, conferences or events before that unless something unless there's like a direct or something that that comes up before that so uh because we've had directs in like january and february and stuff so we'll see yeah nothing that's been on my radar the last one outside of this one that i knew that we knew of was uh, xo18 and that was right. a while ago so yeah uh and if but i don't think sony's doing anything because i know they didn't do the sony direct or whatever it's yeah. called this P- year PSX, yeah what the happened? psx what happened to uh, they just, paris games week uh i think i don't know maybe the riots for all i know does that event happen without Sony? Because obviously, if, if Sony says no to PSX, then there's no PSX. Yeah. How does how does Paris Games Week work? Do like other people attend that and stuff, or is that? I don't know. Like I said, I don't know. Maybe all the unrest that's going on there right now, they just decided to cancel it. Hmm. Don't know. But like, if Sony's not going to make a PSX, why would they go to Paris Games Week? So, and heck, they're not even going to go three three next year. So yeah, they definitely wouldn't be at 
press games week anyway. Um, so yeah, uh, I guess the next big part we'll see from Sony is probably PSX 2019, um, mm-hmm. which you know by that because we because we didn't see any Last of Us Death Stranding or Ghost or any of that at uh, Game Awards. So yeah, and I'm not really surprised on that. That's something that yeah, Sony Dog did uh, actually tweet and say, "Hey, we won't be there." So yeah, yeah. But uh, hey, just let them go away for a bit, work on the games, finish them, and we can finally play them. So we'll see. Yep. I do think they need to, because uh, Days Gone is what April? Yeah, April twenty fifth, I think. Because yeah, I remember saying it was about a week after my birthday or so. Uh, they need to. That's the game that Sony needs to work on pushing next, and if Dreams ever comes out <laughs> or something, because uh, I, I think it was uh, last month when um, Media Molecule. Molecule is it good, the developers on that? They were like, "Hey, yeah, the beta is still coming out in 2018, and we have yeah. three weeks left." So I don't know what's going on with that game, but uh, those are kind yeah, of the next, and, uh, next two from Sony. So and this is kind of the beta thing because the beta for the one game just hit the Xbox Store. Um, no, not Anthem. That's in a closed alpha. Oh. Uh, what's the beta that I'm looking at here? Let me. I'm on my Xbox right now. Let me get to the store. Um, uh. I know Ashen and Below are out soon on Game Pass, which was not a surprise. Because that's part of their uh, Winter of Arcade. Yeah. Well, okay. that's what, like, all those games are on sale, so let me see if I can remember which yeah. one I'm, I'm gonna, talking about. I'm going to get Game Pass for those two, though. Yeah, speaking of Game Pass, there's one that just hit the Game Pass that you'll want to check out. It's called uh, Mutant Road Hispanic to Eden. Football? No. <laughs> Sorry, what was it called? Uh, Mutant Road to Eden. Okay, well, what is it? Uh, it's basically like uh, XCOM and Fallout had a baby, and your main character is a four-foot-tall duck that swears a lot, and there's a anthropomorph- anthropomorphic pig. Hmm. Um, so just screwball-y stuff. Cool. But it's like it's like brutally hard, like brutally, brutally hard. Um, well, I'm not like seeing demo. <laughs> yeah, where the, the hell the <laughs> demos at? Uh, Devil May Cry 5 today. That's it. That's what it is. Devil yeah. May Cry 5 hit, had the demo for yeah. that. So. Cool. I don't think I'll check that out. I might jump in for like five minutes just to see what it looks like, but yeah. that's not something that's on my radar. Uh, cool. All right. I think I've taken up enough of your guys' time and, and yep. that sort of thing. Uh, but it's been a fun show. It's it's good to talk about the Game yeah. Awards. It's uh, for us to come and celebrate. I, I like the fact that it's awards and announcements as well. Uh, so it kind of really mixes things up. So that's nice. And uh, PUBG PS4 trailers. But uh, yep. <laughs> anyway, thank you guys very much for listening. If you have stuck around this far. Um, yeah, hopefully you did stick around and stuff. And you go and listen to the other stuff as well. All the mid-season finale coverage. Because uh, there's a lot of it. Uh, entertainmenttalk.org is where you can find all of our, all of, all of that content. Uh, iTunes, please rate, review, subscribe to the, uh, the new feeds that have recently, well, they're not really that new at the moment, but they're still being updated, but please, uh, do rate, review, subscribe to the feeds that we, that you intend to use and stuff. Uh, if you'd like to support the podcast, uh, and support Entertainment Talk, as Robert, uh, alluded to earlier, patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk, that's where you can go and redeem rewards through views of your choice. By the way, because Robert, you said that would be, um, 
film and, and TV review and stuff. If you if you guys do want to yeah redeem re- rewards uh, for for those reviews and stuff for any particular uh, TV shows, video games, or films that you'd like us to cover and that sort of thing. Uh, obviously, if we've already if we've already played one of them or watched one of them or, or whatever, uh, then we'll be able to review that perhaps a bit quicker. But if it's something we haven't seen, then we'll uh, we'll take a look at it. So um, yeah, please check out patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk for those things as well. Uh, comic books are in there as well, by the way. Uh, and books kind of count towards uh, comics in, in some ways. Uh, you, you guys can get in contact if you have any questions and stuff. Uh, Amazon affiliate link. If you're still buying stuff on Amazon, Amazon, which I assume most of you are doing, uh, you can uh, use our Amazon affiliate link. That's where you can do your normal shopping on Amazon. We'll get a small cut of what you spend, but it doesn't cost you anything extra. So that's a great way to support us as well. Word of mouth. Tell your friends, family, people that you know. Share things around on Facebook. Share, retweet the tweets, or like them, or reply to them, or any of that sort of social media interaction. Uh, tell people that you know about the website or the iTunes feeds. Uh, and they can discover the content for themselves as well. And then they can tell their people that they know. And uh, it can go from there. That uh, always helps out as well. I uh, Not iTunes. Um, video games. If you'd like to watch me, Robert, or David play different video games. Uh, me and David have got Twitch streaming channels. Uh, Robert's got one on Mixer. So you can uh, look for those as well. And uh, subscribe to those. And be notified when we go live. Uh, we shall see you guys tomorrow. Or today, depending on when you're listening to this. Or maybe it was yesterday. We don't know. You might listen to this on a Sunday. But we will see you on the next piece of content, which will be the best of 2018. And then we'll see you after that next time. Thank you for listening. And we will see you next time. Goodbye. Goodbye. All right. I hate to cut short, but I got to go. So I'll talk.